unfortunately we don't have any time for question answers uh ashutosh is going to talk to us about selling architecture he is also an engineer and um, mba professional he works for the gaurav pradhan foundation right now after a career in data computing and all sorts of things that i don't understand and he's keenly interested in the cultural heritage of bharat and sanatan dharma and he's been writing articles about the tradition and culture of odisha in various forms over to you ashutosh and uh, just a request please ensure that your presentation sticks to time please thank you yeah. uh, thanks apali uh, thanks uh, indica academy for giving me this opportunity to share my understanding on the kalinga architecture uh, so i will uh, means share my screen and in the meanwhile i will uh, then stop sharing the video so that the bandwidth uh, means uh, uh, can one second so uh, means as apali said uh, currently i am working with gaurav pradhan foundation and uh, I uh, mean, basic idea after I uh, mean my about fourteen years of corporate experience. I thought, uh, let me do something uh, for my cultural heritage because that has been my interest area since my school days. So that's how means uh, means I started on writing on articles, blogs, and then studying temples and all. So, so in this uh, I mean section, what we will uh, I have divided section into three parts. Uh, a brief intro about the various architectures, though all the three uh, previous speakers uh, have kind of uh, uh, covered it uh, brilliantly. And then uh, the next section, the Kalinga architecture, in detail about what are the various types of temples, what are the various parts of temples, and how it has evolved over a uh, over the centuries. And then I will try to cover some uh, six seven temples, uh, means uh, from Bhubaneswar, Konark, and Puri. Moving the first part. So now, as our previous speaker says, uh, mentioned in detail, I'm not going to detail. I'll just say one thing that Vesera uh, uh, architecture was means kind of a hybrid architecture, uh, means developed from Nagara and Dravida, and uh, the means architectural experts uh, means kind of uh, mentioned Kalinga as one of the substyles of Nagara, uh, where it has developed into some unique magnificence, which we'll see in the subsequent sections. So this is the basically a um, kind of a representation where you can see the typical uh, kind of a difference between uh, those two styles in the northern and the southern style. Coming on to the uh, the most important section, understanding the nuances of Kalinga architecture. So this uh, section I have means kind of divided into majorly uh, three sections. One is intro, types, parts, and evolution. So as per Indian Silpa Sastra texts and epigraphical evidence from Karnataka. Uh, there are four types of uh, architectures: Nagara, Dravida, Vesara, and Kalinga. So, when we ca talk about Kalinga, that means which uh, means the modern-day Odisha, uh, in its geographical extent, in uh, means ancient past included present Odisha and Andhra Pradesh and West Bengal, some parts of them. So, there are basically three types of uh, temples: that is, Khakra Devula, Rekha Devula, Pidhar, Bhadra Devula. So, majority of the Bimana, the Garbhagriha, uh, means had Rekha Devula kind of in concept. The Khakral Devula was uh, limited to uh, very few uh, Sakti uh, temples, and the Pidha and Bhadra Devula has, uh, has been majorly used for Jagmohana and then maybe for some time during Natamandipa and Gopamandapa. So, now coming on the parts of the temple, I will explain it in detail. So, it had actually the main parts that is, when the mature phase came into picture Devula, Jagmohana, Natamandira, and Gopamandapa. Uh, as the na name says, uh, means uh, Natamandira was the hall of dance. It was used for festivals and for some ro royal functions and all. Bhogamandapa was the hall of offering, uh, which was developed in the mature phase. 
and the evolution uh, means can be categorized into four parts that is early middle phase of maturity and the ultimate climax that their descendants a decadence is nothing but when the britishers came the moguls came they started on destroying the temple so there was not much that much temple built after the uh, phase of maturity so typical kalinga architecture looks like this uh, a garbhagriha which is means kind of a rekha devada structure that is a curvilinear peak uh, as explained by previous speakers then the jagmohan and natamandira had uh, the pitharyola kind of structure and the bhogabandapa uh, was uh, sometimes a uh, means jagmohan uh, means pitharyola kind of a concept or sometimes a khatra devada so now if you see these three pictures these three pictures depicts the three types of temples rekha devada it is nothing but means all the three temples are developed on a square plan uh, the rekha devada is uh, uh, with a curvilinear tower that is where means majorly uh, the garbhagriha or the vigraha means is positioned uh, so we have the means the image of lingraj temple which was uh, believed to be the most uh, means brilliant architecture of the means ancient india uh, from kalingan architecture perspective then in the pitar devada it has also a means kind of a square plan top with pyramidal towers composed of horizontal tiers so you can easily see there is horizontal tiers means uh, kind of built in a pyramid structure so where uh, there are some uh, different means levels so in uh, means konark we had three tiers but in uh, means, uh, means left hand side uh, means you can see in lingraj temple the next adjacent to vimana it had two tiers then the next was is the khakara devada which is very few temples there are three to four temples in odisha which are been developed in this thing where the base is again i mean square plan but the top is i mean kind of an uh, uh, what do you say semi cylindrical top so this is this was majorly means for some few sakti temples uh, the betal devola is one of the classic examples which is uh, which was built in the formative uh, phase so now coming on to little bit into details of the overall temple architecture so these were the four sections which i was mentioning devola jagmohanam atamandira and bhogavandapa Uh, devola means uh, had uh, two means kind of an means uh, architectural themes that is one is the rekha devola or khakara devola then jagmohana was uh, means uh, when uh, means jagmohana started a building it was a flat roof rectangular hall uh, we'll see how it uh, means happened in the means formatic phase uh, that is parshuramesara temple which is there uh, which was the first uh, means uh, instance of jagmohana addition which was a flat roof hall and going ahead everything was in pitha devola so the natamandira mukadeva mandapa where majorly the pitha devola so there is a traditional belief so that's the quote i that's why i mentioned that in odisha when the craftsmen uh, who were known as the not Mahara, getting the sound so sepali is it right now um, Yeah, right now we can hear it. You need to, you need to, you need to cut down on slides if you need to. But speak a little slower, please. Okay, sir. Uh, so now you can uh, cut down on the number of slides in the beginning. You know, instead of showing many temples, but when you are explaining, just slow down a little bit so that people can understand. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, uh, so so uh, now the voice is clear. Now the voice is clear. Okay, so maybe there is some network issue. so uh, there was there is a traditional belief uh, when uh, the craftsmen of odisha who were generally termed as maharana as local language they used to kind of uh, consider bimana that is the garbhagriha as the bridegroom and the jagmohana as the bride so on the right hand side picture you can see the means uh, means pictorial representation of uh, means pitha and devla that is jagmohana and the bimana so we can see that it consisted of four parts as it was beautifully explained by our first speaker a uh, pista which was the platform on which the temples were built 
then the border, which is the vertical portion. Uh, till the border part, the rekha and pithariola were means kind of similar. Then the next portion that is the gandhi, that is where the difference between the pitta and rekhadiola started. So in uh, means rekhadiola, it was a calvinian space, and the pitta we know it's a pyramidal with horizontal tiers. Then they both of the temples had a mastaka prison that which consisted of uh, amalaka, kalasa, and all. So in the next slide, in this slide, we will try to see the various uh, means uh, parts of the rekha deola in little bit in detail. In the sense, just to means guys make you understand what uh, means these parts are. So in most of the Kalinga temples which were developed in the modern day, means the means the mature phase, uh, that is let's say Jagannath Temple Puri or Linglas Temple Bhubaneswar. So the pista part or the platform plot was uh, means not uh, means uh, there. So that that means the temple directly rose from the land, means from the ground. So then it had maxi, uh, the three parts, that is the bottom, which has uh, again the five parts that is Palhaga, Tala, uh, the upper uh, Talajanga, and upper Janga means uh, divided by Bandhana. Then there was the Baranda. So in this Bada part, there were means the various architectural motifs. Uh, which I'll cover in the next slide, where it was beautifully designed so that it becomes and means kind of an interesting uh, means the view for the bhaktas who are visiting the temple. Then on the Gandhi person has various kind of uh, means uh, tires uh, in the like uh, the, the temples of Kalinga were built on either a three ratha, panchratha, saptaratha uh, means or navaratha. Majorly means the or most of the temples were built on panchratha. Panchratha means you can see one rahapaga. Then the absent paga was the Anuratha paga, then the Kanika paga. So similarly on the right hand side, it is again the Anuratha paga and Kanika paga. So that's how means the Panchratha line terms. So how the, the temple rose. And then the Kanika pagas were kind of differentiated by bhumis. Uh, I guess again, cut into horizontal pairs, differentiated by bhumis. So these bhumis had various cultural designs or architectural designs then. Then the topmost person of the temple was Mastaka. The, which consisted again of Beki, Amala, Kapuri, and Kalasa. This Mastaka was one of the most important aspects of uh, the temple design in uh, Kalinga architecture because the overall gravity of the temple depends on the position of the Kalasa uh, and the Kapuri. Uh, the reason being, I will give you a classic example of Konak temple. We know that the Konak temple has been, means uh, the Rekha Devula part, means the, the Bimana part has been destroyed. There is a story behind it. Uh, the uh, the D then king when he ordered the temple to be built, the uh, means Maharanas, 1200 uh, means Maharanas were kind of employed. And when they built the team, so he had given a condition that the sun from ri rise to fall, so uh, the sun rays should be falling on the main vigraha placed in the temple. So, but the Maharanas were unable to kind of uh, means uh, understand the uh, means design the science how to build. So there is a 12 year old uh, boy named Dharma who was the main uh, means the son of the main Maharana. So he cut the magnet in such a way and positioned it on the Kalasa that only the sun rays started on falling on the main Vidraha. In rainfall, nothing no, nothing entered, only the sun rays. Now, now when he thought that 1200 uh, people could not build it and I built it, if the king comes to know, he might mean, just punish those 1200. So he means kind of jumped from the uh, uh, means, uh, temple terrace and he means, means lost his life. Because of that reason, that temple was never then Pratishta. So there was no puja done. And when the Britishers came, so that the magnet was so powerful that he used to pull the uh, means, ships, stop the ships. So the Britishers, what they did was that they took out the magnet and took it to Britain. So the moment they took out the magnet, the whole means the Vimana structure just collapsed. 
so that was the reason why this mastaka is very important part and then i mean so coming on to the right hand side picture where we have tried to define the rahapaga kanikapaga anantapaga so rahapaga was the you can see one of the space uh, means the, that was the place in the gandhi section where we had pass of devtas the means uh, the, this is very important structure in kalinga architecture in shiva temples we generally had bhagwan ganesha in the south devi ma parvati on the west and bhagwan kartika on the north similarly in uh, vishnu temple his avatars were placed like uh, bhagwan varaha bhagwan narsimha and bhagwan bamba now coming on to the pidha devula so uh, we saw the same kind of an architecture only the person is the gandhi person was different where we can see horizontal tiers being arranged uh, with respect to uh, pyramidal structure and uh, there are certain tiers let's say like uh, means in lingras uh, there were two tiers of differentiation and but in konark uh, that jagmona it were three tiers the khakra devla uh, means uh, is the oblong structure with a semicircular roof now coming on to the another uh, important aspect of the kalinga architecture was the sculptural features so sculptural features were basically means kind of have been uh, defined uh, by the archaeologists experts like dr ks bhera or dr kc panigrai who, uh, who have written the maximum portions and understanding on the kalinga architecture they have kind of defined it as architectural motifs and sculptural motifs or decorative motifs architectural motifs were nothing but uh, on the main walls in the means pavaga and on the means gandhi they had made miniature temple motifs miniature temple motifs is nothing but the mini representation of the temples let's say like uh, the khakra mundi had a representation of the khakra type of temple the pidha mundi had a representation of the pidha type of temple and then was there was another thing which is known as vajra mundi the vajra mundi is nothing but the it has been designed in a brilliant way with two superimposed medallion so if you can see uh, in this uh, uh, the right hand side corner uh, image Uh, that is the Bajra Mandi of Lingraj. You can see over the uh, there are two means superimposing figures on each level. So that's how the Bajra Mandi was done. Then uh, means uh, we can see the image of uh, means Pidha Mandi on the upper image that is what uh, was built on uh, the Lingraj temple. And uh, similarly, uh, one of the Khakra Mandi is depicted on the left hand side bottom image with an Pani Grana initiative, a Pani Grana uh, ritual. The Pani Grana ritual is one of those uh, typical I means vidhis of a marriage function in Odisha. so that's how and some of the I mean, major pujas also in the vesticles so now coming on to other two architectural motifs which were built was uh, 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 the projecting lions so the projecting lions when they built it it was a moment of pride so uh, what means in the projecting lion was that you can see on the right hand side image the corner image where the lion is sitting on an elephant that image will show in close when we go to lingraj temple and in konark temple so that means that we are proud rulers and we uh, our temples are pride moments so that's how it has been built now moving on to the next part that is the decorative motifs so decorative motifs were one of the important aspects where the i mean there was a uh, there is a saying uh, that the odisha of moments architecture uh, was never uh, means uh, uh, sort of sculptural uh, means uh, influence Uh, that means it had a long tradition of long tradition of sculptural art before the temple architecture started on taking permanent uh, thing so uh, when they built the temple they made an i uh, mean uh, kind of an equal representation to architecture and sculpture 
they never give one thing important over the other. So that was the beauty and various decorative motifs which performed, which found were basically categorized into two types. That is uh, the religious and the secular ones. The religious ones where we had Dikpalas who are the guardians of the temple, which uh, uh, were present on the eight corners of the temple. That is north, south, west, east, northeast, northwest, southwest, and southeast. Then uh, we had uh, means uh, the Naganagi figures uh, and uh, certain of the means uh, uh, devtas. So, uh, so those were the decorative motifs. And then uh, means uh, the other part that is the secular part uh, where we had uh, let's say a royal courtyard scene. So on the right hand side corner you can see a king sitting with a, uh, her queen. And uh, then we had Vyala figures. Vyala figures was nothing but where means an uh, means animal was kind of repented standing on another temple, another animal. So you can see on the uh, Rajarani temple, we can see a lion standing on an elephant. Similarly, Gaza Vihala means again an elephant standing on a lion. And Nara Vihala in Konak where means uh, Nara kind of an representation of animal standing on an elephant. Then one of the important aspects of Kalinga architecture in uh, sculptural motifs were uh, eruptive sculptures. So now there is a uh, there are very theories why those uh, scenes were present on the temple and all. There are two theories present. One of the thing is that a temple is considered as a place where you come and attend salvation or moksha for that moment. So Indian life or the human life has been categorized into four categories, youth, adolescent, uh, then uh, means marriage and death. So now uh, when you attend marriage and also there is you live in means sansaric means life. So when the sansaric life is there, that's where uh, means uh, the erective cultures repented that thing. So that was, uh, and then the death part, that is the moksha. So the theory is that when you enter the temple, you see those means arterial motives because you take a circle around the temple, then you enter the temple. And then once you enter the garbha, uh, the jagmona or the garbhagriya of uh, means Siva temple, so you should be means, uh, uh, means left off of all those uh, sansaric momaya. So that's the reason the means architectural motifs or the erotic sculptures were carved on the temples. There is another aspect to it that uh, during that time there was a very I mean, important need for education on sex because uh, if uh, it was not done that that might be a crime. So the things of those era they said that okay let's I means kind of educate I means people on the uh, on a place where they can visit I means without any hindrance. So that was the reason how those things were built. Then in, in this slide, I would let us try to uh, speak a minute on uh, means the uh, the three images which you are seeing on the right side. That is nothing but Kalinga's maritime trade. So that Kalinga's maritime trade is an important aspect of uh, the architectural or the cultural history of Odisha because uh, depending on this trade, we means there are sayings that uh, means Kalinga actually influence uh, the overall cultural heritage of Subarnadipa. Suvarnadipa is nothing but the modern day Southeast Asian islands that is Bali, Suvarna and uh, Java. So now uh, these uh, means Kalinga uh, trade was uh, very famous and then we have this uh, means during Kartik Purnima we have this Goita Bandana festival on the day of the Kartik Purnima in the actual in the ancient days uh, the sailors used to start for trade uh, to the Southeast Asian islands and these three images depict that thing. The first image is uh, showing shipment of elephants uh, um, carrying uh, elephants and it has been reprinted in uh, Brahmeswara uh, Mandir in Bhubaneswar. Uh, then the second piece is an uh, means, uh, palm leaf painting which is uh, which has been restored uh, in, the, in the Bhubaneswar Museum, the Regional History Museum. And in the last uh, thing you can see that uh, boat with king uh, on the Bhagavantap of Jagannath Mandir. 
so the king was traveling on the trade so that's how the trade evolved and the kalinga architecture came into a uh, thing and then there was another architectural motive decorative motive was uh, animals while seen so we can see in this temple on this uh, uh, the vertical figure on the top figure we are seeing a giraffe trade from the stand of person from konarka and the below figure there is a royal scene that is the secular scene where a raja is kind of being insulted by his disciple and there is a war depicting scene as well. so now coming on to the last phase of this overall architecture how does the architecture actually evolved over a period of time so the pre kalingan phase does not have that much temples but some of the things were said that there is certain temples with rekha devula only so from mahabharata which i consider it as not mythology so bhima yudhishthira kuntila devula were still available on the mahendragiri mountain with some jain temples in means korapur district and then in the formative phase was the phase where the jagmohana started on coming in uh, so uh, means previously there was only rekha devula but the jagmohana that is the uh, means uh, the sabha where the means bhaktas used to stand so it first developed in parshuramesar temple and vaital temple where are the two classic examples which has a horizontal jagmohana in the transitional phase what happened that horizontal jagmohana took uh, means uh, uh, means the uh, evolved as a pyramid structure that is the pyramid structure and the mukteswar temple was one of the classic examples which i'll cover in detail Uh, then then the mature phase was there where the nata mandira and the bhoga mandapa was added in uh, and those means let's say the two classic examples which are mentioned as the artificial mandalas were lingraj and jagannath temple and uh, sun temple konark has means a unique thing which i will explain so this uh, brings me to the end of the overall architecture so now i will take you through certain of the temples the first one is parshanath temple because this is the first temple which came into the formative phase with an jagmohana so you can see in the middle uh, middle image that how the jagmohana is looking like an horizontal structure with a rekha devula uh, which was uh, done in triratan plan and the gandhi was construction plan uh, with uh, now uh, before going on to i will try to spend a minute in explaining the ekamar khetras arguments what do our traditional folklore say about so now uh, as per our uh, means uh, as per uh, means puranas or the uh, means scriptures like the uh, ekamra purana uh, kapila samhita or sonati mohde after marriage when uh, sibji and parvati ji means shifted to kasi then all the gods used to come and sibji was unable to get a time for meditation because we know that he keeps into med he meditates so he searched for a place and he went to uh, jambu deepa uh, the pre uh, pre uh, and in kalinga uh, means desa uh, of jambu deepa and he sat under a uh, mango tree and he started on doing meditation so now that was the reason why that place is known this means uh, bhubneswar is known as ekamra khetra that means one mango ekamra is nothing but a sanskrit word one mango so below that mango he was doing so when uh, parvati ji for many it means uh, means uh, years or centuries could not find out where is sibji into because uh, uh, then she went to brahma bhagwan and she requested please help me out then brahma ji guided and she for, from a divine vision could see that sibji stand i mean sitting in the ekamra uh, when she went there she saw that the cows are milking milk directly on sibji when he is meditating without anything so then she took the means means avatar of gopalini gopalini is nothing but a cowherd woman and she started on milking the cow and uh, means pouring the milk on sibji uh, so then when she was there uh, that that's when I means two demon that is kirti and basa they came and they were perplexed by her beauty and uh, means kind of proposed her for marriage 
she said that uh, means uh, now i am doing a puja give me 21 days after that i will marry and she conveyed this thing to sirji sirji came in the form and disguised uh, and in form of a gopalan gopalan is nothing but uh, means the form of coward that is krishna's uh, means uh, avatar so then parvati ji asked why are you in krishna's avatar then he said that if you can come as a gopalan i can also come as gopalan to meet you then he gave them gave her answer that these two demons have been placing they cannot be killed by any god or goddesses so uh, cast them into i mean uh, uh, cast them into the land so then when they came she said that okay i will marry but on one condition whoever carries me on his shoulder and completes one round of ekamara kesa so they they fought and he she said okay i will carry uh, both of you carry me when they uh, started on carrying her after two steps they said you are so happy we cannot carry and she cast her into the ground and they uh, means went below the down and then there a pond occurred which is known as now devi padahara that is god who uh, killed the demons uh, through her uh, means uh, uh, to uh, fit and then she felt tired and slept under uh, means uh, neem tree bhagwan uh, she came and started on uh, means kind of uh, uh, placating her uh, uh, feet and all she got uh, means why are giving me curse then she, he said that it is nothing in sanatan dharma Uh, if a wife is being such good for the women's humanity, then I can also serve her. She said, "I am thirsty." Then Bhagwan uh, means uh, just uh, put the pendant into the women's uh, uh, place, and then uh, means uh, various rivers gave one one uh, means kind of uh, rock, and Bindu Sagar was formed, and she drains the water, and she gave a blessing that whoever takes a dip here, he will be relieved of his own sins. That is known as Bindu Sagar. Now various uh, the, means the gods visited uh, the, during this time to Ekamara Khetra. So where, wherever the god was staying, let's say the first one, Bhagwan, when he came and he visited, he stayed here. After he left, as uh, Bhagwan Sibdi gave the blessing that whoever stayed, God stayed there. A linga will be uh, means kind of uh, worshipped there, and uh, then uh, that the linga will be known with the name like that, Pasuram Esara. Pasuram Bhagwan is blessed, uh, means kind of uh, means uh, means worshipped there in the form of a linga. That's how the personal and table is given, and there is one uh, interesting aspect as well. So, as like uh, means uh, Vishnu Bhagwan goes uh, for Shiva Sayana uh, for four months, so as is uh, means uh, 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 Lingas Mahaprabhu. So he needed a guardian for Akram Khatra. That's where he invited Pasuram to guard it. So that's why he, this temple has an importance in Akram Khatra. So now one of the important aspects in Akram Khatra is this Saptamari uh, Matrika images. This is the first time where the seven images forms of Goddess Devi was uh, means kind of crafted on the Jagmuna. Then on the walls, exterior walls, we have Parsha Devtas like Ganesha, and then we have Kartika and Pikak. So this Kartika and Pikak is an unique form that is not available in many other temples where Kartika is seated on his uh, on his bhana. Then we have the Mahisha Ardhani image and certain of the animal image hunting scenes. Now going on to the next temple that is the Vaitala Mandir. So we'll just go through the sculptural things. So we have the Parsha Devtas where here the Parsha Devtas are Devi's actually. Par Parvati, Mahisha Ardhani, and Ardhana Ishwar on the three walls. Then we have uh, the other decorative motifs like Alisha Kanyas, that is the female figures which used to appear. And then uh, on this temple we have a Bajra Mastaka in the front. So where we see a Natraja in his position, I mean, Sirji triangle, and then Harihara form, which is quite relevant in Odisha, I mean, Vishnu and Sirji's form is, I mean, worshipped like in Lingraj. So now going on to the next temple, the Mukteswar temple. This is what uh, once our first speaker Gurudev said, said how it is means kind of considered a gem of Odisha architecture because this is the first thing where the Jagmohan kind of started on taking a pyramid structure. 
you can see the pyramid structure and one of the important aspects of this thing was in Torana. So this is the only temple, I means one of the critical temples where we have a Torana, what is a means our gateway or it is known as Mangal Torana or auspicious gateway once you enter there. And it had means kind of influence of Buddhist and Jain architecture on that. On the tower, you can see that uh, it is uh, the Rekha Deola is actually a mixture of Pitha and Rekha Deola in terms of horizontal stacks are being built in a pyramid structure with Natrajas and we have Kirti Mukhas. So now coming on to uh, the Jagmona, a little bit details on the architecture on Jagmona. So there are carvings around the entrance to the Mukhasala, the, which is known as the Jagmona as well. Uh, and uh, we can see that uh, uh, the walls have diamond shaped lattice windows on the two sides, as you can see in the means left hand side uh, means image. And there are certain carvings on the Mukhasala. And there is a prevalent thing that Navagras used to be carved on the entrance door to Sip temple. Since Mukteswar temple is again a Sip temple, so the Navagra was uh, carved on the entrance table, means entrance to the uh, temple. And then on the lattice windows, when we zoom the image a little bit, so uh, we can see various Panchatantra stories being depicted by monkeys playing in various humorous ways. This is one of those things uh, because that time means the education was limited to very few people. So that was the reason those uh, the temple become an means educational means kind of an institute for various devotees. So now coming on to the Mangal Torana, that is one of the uh, means architectural magnificence means I don't see this thing means I'm not aware of uh, those things in the north or the south. But this Mangal Torana, you can see that certain of the means both in the front and the back side, there were carvings of Alasa Kanyas, uh, various birds, uh, uh, animals, uh, uh, means uh, female figures in decorative positions and all. So this is one of those uh, things which was classic and uh, one of the uh, aspects before we move to Rani Rajan temple, there is a means historical or a uh, religious aspect uh, uh, linked to this name Mukteswara. So there is a means there is a belief here that uh, those uh, means uh, means husband wife who never uh, used to means uh, means get kids before they if they used to go to this there is a Maricha Kunda within this campus if they take a bath in that Kunda uh, then they are blessed with kids. So this is the one of the important aspects. Now coming on to Rajarani temple, Rajarani temple was a little bit advanced form of uh, Muktesura temple uh, because uh, where uh, uh, much more uh, sculptural designs were uh, uh, designed like uh, the Naganagi uh, Vaila figures started on coming. Uh, again, it had a Rekha Deola and a Jagmona uh, uh, as a Peter Deola. Uh, certain of the other sculptures which were present on the Rajarani uh, temple are Alasakanyas and uh, some of the females who are lost in the Sringar positions. That's what our first figure, he was explaining how the our temp, temples used to represent various means kind of uh, uh, ornamentations which the women go through and all. Then we have this uh, Sikharas, Anga Sikhara as a miniature deola in this temple. This was the first temple where the Anga Sikhara or the miniature temple came into a miniature, Rekha Deola came into picture and which was prevalent in then going ahead in Lingraj and Dagna temple. So then there were Dikpalas standing on the four walls of Rajarani on the eight corners. So some of the Dikpal images which I could get uh, from it because right now in Odisha the temples are not yet opened for public so I could not go and click any photos. And there is another thing, uh, mobile is not allowed into many temples. So whatever is there, I got the images is from Architect Architectural Survey of India's, their libraries and all. So here we see representation of three, uh, four, four gods that is Agni, Yama, uh, Nirti and Varuna. Now coming on to the next three temples, which I will a little bit spent in detail, that is Surya Mandir, that is Konar Temple. 
This temple was known as, uh, this place is known as Arkafetra. Arkafetra is nothing but a place where the worship of sun god happens. And it had a Vimana, Jagmona and Natamandita. But I stated you the story, the how the right now the Vimana is not existing. Only certain portions, the, the parts of Devtas have been again remodeled by the architecture survey of India, means where they were trying to means, uh, redraft the temple. So, but the uh, left-hand side bottom temple, means the figure by Percy Brown. So it actually shows how the temple was built, how the structure was there. And one of the unique things about this temple is that it was built in the form of a chariot. It is known as celestial chariot, means a god's chariot with 12 pair of wheels, uh, that 24 uh, total wheels, 12 on each side uh, and drawn by seven means horses in spirited gallop. That's how the design was built. So the Vimana has been destroyed uh, because of that. Uh, means when the Britishers took the magnet, uh, that was a I mean, sad history that Britishers and the Mughals destroyed our temples. Then the Jagmona, you can see that it is in uh, three-tier structure. You can see there are three tires. Uh, bit, uh, means between uh, means when the before going to the Mastakarism. Then the Nata Mandita was the first time developed uh, in this temple uh, in the Konak temple. Uh, the Nata Mandita had actually four storeways that is uh, uh, from for the divisions but the Natamandita was not attached to Jagmana in this temple uh, because of the reason there was an Arunda Stamba. If I go back to the slide uh, one so you can see that here uh, an Arunda Stamba is there already been installed Arunda Stamba so th then that was the reason why the Natamandita could not be have been attached to the Jagmana. So, uh, so then the, but uh, in future, when the means, uh, uh, dynasty changes, the uh, Ganga dynasty came, they took this Sarunas uh, and uh, placed it in front of Puri Jagannath temple, which is uh, means, uh, currently now. And the most interesting aspect of this Surya temple is the chariot wheel. So we can see that how the I mean, uh, spokes have been brilliantly done and how uh, the uh, details of various uh, means architectural structural motifs are there. Now, apart from this, in the overall campus, uh, we had two temples, that is Mayadevi temple, uh, which is on the left-hand side, the uh, topmost left uh, temple, which was, I mean, kind of dedicated to Mayadevi, who was the main wife of uh, Bhagavan Surya Devta. Then we had one Vishnu temple. So, uh, uh, this is a uh, means brick temple on the back side. So, now there is a story. So, previously, as per Proclus, uh, there, uh, this was a Devi Ramachandri's temple, who was, again, means wife of Surya Devta. But when uh, means, uh, in the uh, Chaudhanga Dev's dynasty came, he was replacing every Sakta image with a uh, Vaisnaji uh, image. So then uh, means he changed it with the Vishnu Vigra. So these were certain of the motifs which were present. Surya Dekta on the parts of walls of the means, Vimana, which had been means, re, re, uh, means, uh, published by ASI. Then we have this rampant lion. So the uh, royal means, uh, the brief, uh, means uh, what do you say, the beautiful figure where the lion is kind of uh, carving on the uh, elephant. Then there were I means various female figures on the I means jagmona I means playing musical instruments like drummer or cymbals, small cymbals, and then we have Martakanda Vairava as well. And certain of the carvings on the Bogamandapa, you can see Naganadi figures, Mithuna figures, and female posters again, small, small, mini, mini miniature figures. And the Navagraha Mandir is one of the important attractions in the compound. Then coming on to Jagannath Temple. So now Jagannath Temple is uh, means uh, was uh, means kind of started by Chodaganga Dev and was finished by Anuradha Dev. So so now it has been built in the form of Sankhakhetra. It is known as Sankhakhetra. So we had Ekamra Khetra, that is means Bhubaneswar. Then we have Arthakhetra, Konak, and then Jagannath Temple. All the temples and all everything is Sankhakhetra. You can see the position of the uh, means uh, Chaturdhamurti, that is 
भगवान बलभद्र देवी मां सुभद्रा एंड जगन्नाथ महाप्रभु एंड सुदर्शन चक्र placed on ratnabidhi in the center that's how the nakhatra looks like again this temple had four uh, means uh, distinct sections devla uh, mukhasala natamandira and bhogamandapa in the next figure i will try to show you the position uh, so this has been taken from odisha tourism website official website so you can see the first figure that is the rekha devla then uh, we had the jagmohana that is the pyramidal structure and then we have the natamandira but previously the natamandira was used as a bhogamandapa but uh, after means uh, when uh, means the, uh, the uh, means uh, lingraj temple came into picture and uh, the, the bhogamandapa was uh, developed specially then they shifted uh, means uh, uh, the bhogamandapa to the next uh, the next uh, means place and then uh, means they created another in the pidha devla one of the important aspects is uh, the nila chakra which is on the top of the rekha devla Uh, the means colors over the cloud, the flower. So it is just known as Patita Pavana. One important aspect is that the Patita Pavana always flows in the direction opposite to the flow of the wind, and uh, that is there means uh, still now scientists have not been able to find out the reason, but it always flows in the opposite direction of the wind. Then we have the Simha Dwara, uh, which is the main entrance door, uh, means which are known as Jaya Vijaya Dwara, where they used to guard the guardians. And we have the Aruna Samba, we can see here, which has been taken from Konark and placed. certain of the architectural carvings which are there on the walls uh, like uh, boat with uh, king of means uh, on the bhogamandap of jagannath mandira uh, which actually signified kalinga's maritime trade which i mentioned in that section then we have barha murti because this is one of those uh, uh, parshav devta because it's a vishnu temple jagannath is nothing but the form of one vishnu then we have devi ma ganga murti and uh, naganitika and some erotic and royal courtyard scenes so one of the things is that for jagannath temple nobody can click photos and these photos uh, i could ha i have scanned through one of the books which was available on a website from architecture survey we can see certain of the pidamundes in the below comments uh, table here so uh, the miniature motifs which i was mentioning and some cultural details on the right facet and here we can see two females standing on the north facet Uh, in the last slide means uh, we will uh, try to see that culture of the statue of mother and slide so this this relationship was considered to be the more pious so then uh, that was the reason why it was printed on the jagannath temple so now going on to the last uh, means section that is lingraj temple so now lingraj the story means the itihas i said it to you so now bhubneswar gets its name from trivunesara which is uh, which means the bhagwan of the three worlds and trivunesara is worshiped in the form of lingraj in bhubneswar in lingraj temple uh, which is nothing but the king of lingams what does the king of lingam means we all know about the jyotirlingas we are jyotirlingas when very few are aware that the jyotirlingas the means what do you say there is a root connection with this lingraj temple means all the jyotirlingas report it out to linga so if we do a carving below many feet below the earth we will see that there is a means like a tree has a various roots spread out so that's how lingraj temple is there and then there are 12 jyotirlingas linked to it then the harihara form so there is a means uh, story uh, means there is a historical aspect when the harihara form started over because previously it was a pure uh, sibji temple uh, because we have known the story of gopalan uh, means gopalan avatar of sibji uh, means kind of coming in front of gopalani avatar of parvati ji so when kala pahada the muslim invader from uh, bengal uh, when he invaded uh, means uh, Uh, the deed and uh, means uh, uh, raja uh, this kingdom uh, who was uh, means then the uh, um, jajati family uh, there was a tunnel from lingraj temple to their uh, means uh, durga in uh, barwati in katak so that durga means uh, they what they did to uh, save themselves uh, he with his family and the confident ministers they went to the tunnel 
and kalapada did not knew where where they went which how the tunnel went where it will come up so what he did was that he closed the both the ends of the temple means the tunnels so after few days when he went back when the of the royal congress started on looking for the family went to the temple means the means the tunnel and they could not find them anywhere means anywhere means within few days either there was any stones uh, any place nothing no means no decoration nothing nothing so there was a mystery then for many years the temple was not being worshiped because the king in the previous uh, means in the uh, ancient days the king used to take uh, the details of uh, means all the rituals then they informed the king of puri that is gajapati he came there he could not understand anything from the scriptures he called up the deed and sankracharya uh, from puri and he, when he came because he read through the history he said that okay let's convert it to a hariyara form because here means gopalana form has also come then he converted it to a uh, hariyara temple so where we have a sibling and a salgram being worshiped in the main gurudwara again this temple had four uh, means uh, structures devala jagmohan atmandira and bhuga mandapa uh, devala vaje means uh, panchratha plan and the gandhi and we can see uh, khatra mandi on the devala part and on the bada and the pavaga part we can see again uh, means uh, some khatra and some pithamundis and uh, then on the pavaga on the right hand side we see a bajramundis i'm not going to detail but i have explained it previously now coming on to the parsha devdas which i had mentioned uh, on the three walls so we have uh, ganesha ji uh, the parsha devdas standing all the parsha devdas are standing in a trigangi form uh, ganesha uh, then uh, devima parvati and bhagwan kartike that is murugan Uh, and uh, then uh, there is this uh, means uh, bajramastaka where the lion is uh, projecting on a elephant and then we have this uh, means overall the uh, means kalasa part so the uh, if you can see the amala part of that thing um, so previously it was a shiva form but now because when it got converted into a hariyara form so it is a pinaki dhanu now coming on to jagmohana it was a bigger devola type uh, we can see that uh, how the tires and it is a two tire structure uh, there were but in konark we saw it is a three tire structure and then uh, the natamandira representation i because the, the, you cannot get a close up photo was not there so i have taken this rl mitra's photo from one of those books uh, of ks vera and the bhogamandapa was the miss latest addition of uh, uh, we can see the bhogamandapa starting when you enter from the uh, means uh, uh, singadwara you can see the bhogamandapa then comes the varhana stambha so now the varhana stambha previously there was a nandi means uh, means vigraha uh, but since it got converted into a hariyara temple so we had a varhana stambha where we had nandi and uh, garuda seated on the top of the varhana so now uh, certain of the unique features of the jagmano where this uh, means khatra and pidamundis and then we have devi parvati worshiped at rajas rajeshwari temple uh, means uh, and then our alasakanyas now uh, coming on to the other thing uh, i let's take another 2 minutes parvati mandira so if we uh, means uh, now there were around 108 temples within the nimras temple campus as compared to 120 temples in uh, jagannath uh, means uh, temples campus so now the parvati temple is kind of a resemblance of what means the uh, nimras main temple is it has a uh, means uh, rekha devula then the pitha jagmohana and then a nata mandira and bhogamandapa designed in the same style and the temple uh, means what people say but means the architectural means uh, kind of experts say that it is in built in the same way the lakshmi temple within jagannath uh, means mandir temple in uh, puri has been designed uh, where devi ma parvati seated in a lalita vasana on a bhishma padmasana bhishma padma that is on a padma and holding a uh, means lotus on a, on her right hand so certain of the pavagas we can see again the same way it has been designed like uh, uh, the lila temple one of the important aspect you can see one elongated 
Kakramundi here in the north, uh, where uh, I mean, it has this representation was uh, means literally added because in Lingas temple, I don't remember if this Kakramundi is in the elongated form is existing. Then there are some other subsidiary temples. This is the last slide. Uh, so the Ganesha Mandira, uh, which is the uh, Siddhi Vinayak, which we called, uh, it is the same way uh, the, of the Maharashtra Siddhi Vinayak. Uh, Ganesha Ji is uh, facing uh, the same way. Uh, so now, when you enter into the temple Singhadwara, it is a belief that first you have to take a means blessing for uh, Siddhi Vinayak and then enter the main temple. So now, uh, this temple had a uh, Saptaratha plan. That is a rectangular Saptaratha, but Lingas and Parvati was Pancharatha. And then the Jagmono was in rectangular plan, means again it went back to the Pasrana Sutta because it was added on later. Then we have the Ekamrasar temple and Lakshmina temple again in the Rekha Devada. And this is the image of, uh, this is the Murti of uh, Nandi which was previously there positioned in the first part. And uh, But uh, after the career reform it, it was moved away uh, on the right hand, north hand side of the wall. So now uh, uh, this is with we end. Before I end, I would like to uh, thank a few people who have helped it out this thing. Because being an engineer, because there was an interest to understand architecture and cultural heritage. So I would like to thank uh, two of the Pujaris uh, from here. That is, uh, means uh, one is uh, uh, Gopinath Nana and uh, that is one Mantu Nana. They have helped me out with understanding the history and certain of the uh, architectural um, stories and uh, designs. And then I would uh, like to be thankful to means my parents and to Gaurav Pradhan because he gave me the opportunity, uh, means kind of helping out, reaching out to people. And last but the least, I would like to uh, say thanks to Aryan Publication, Aryan Indian Publication and Indian Cultural Ministry because uh, with their permission, I could use the images in the publicity. Uh, thanks, Ashutosh, for a very interesting and enthralling lecture. Uh, Kalinga architecture is not, unfortunately, given its due. I think in most of the webinars about temple architecture, mostly people talk about Nagara and Dravida. So I'm so glad. That is the reason why I wanted you specifically to do a full feature on Kalinga architecture, so that we know what a treasure trove of temples uh, Odisha is, and we know how different it is, and yet how confirming it is to the society. I just need... Five seconds, uh, just five seconds. Uh, so uh, now there is one important aspect which I forgot is that how the temple was built on a such scale. So uh, what they used to do is that first they used to go from bottom, they used to build one layer, then fill it up with sand. Then the elephants used to bring the other uh, slabs of the stones. They built that thing, uh, designed it architecture, then they built the next structure. That's how they went. And after the whole temple was uh, done, then they removed the sand. Thanks, everyone. Thanks a lot, Ashutosh, and that was a really a wonderful presentation. Thank you for making it interesting. And I'm really sorry that I cannot take the question and answers because uh, clearly there is no time. <laughs>